this episode didn't end so well, but our after show is going to end great. So tune in for our recap of episode eight right now on After Buzz TV with Bloodline. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ooh, I'm gonna do that Marco face, <laughs> and I'm gonna make like sounds like that. I don't know, it sounds like the song. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Bloodline After Show. Here on AfterBuzz TV, we are getting ready to kick off episode 8. The season is flying by, um, which is strange because we're the only people (laughs) taking it week by week, but still, it's like coming to an end. It's crazy. For everyone else, it's flown by like months ago. They watch it like a day. Truly, everyone has binged, but us. But nonetheless, we are covering episode eight. I am your host, Blake V. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Blake V Media. And I'm joined by two lovely ladies today. Allison is missing, but she'll be back with us next week. Ladies, let us know who's here tonight. Hello, everyone. I am Abby Vega. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Abby Vega. Hey, what's up? It's Angela Struck. You can find me on Twitter at the Angela Struck and on Instagram and Snapchat at Angela Struck. Yay! Okay. Um, so when this episode ended, I had a very big stomach ache. Yeah. It was like, it just, we have, I just, I have to start with this, um, the interrogation between John and Marco, because it's just like getting so nuts. Um, so we go through this whole emotional roller coaster of, of Marco just harping on John, just will not let this Danny thing go. And he's really after the whole Rayburn family, but he gets John in his clutches and he's got him in the room there interrogating him. And for the first time, John's really like, look, man, you need to stop this. Yeah. And it was like crazy. What did you guys think while it was all happening? It's just like this show is like everyone blackmailing everyone at this point. It's... Everyone has a secret that can be exposed, so everyone is using other people's secrets to keep their secrets quiet. Yes. It's just nuts all around. And yes. I knew, and I wasn't here last week, but I knew right after um, he, she said Alex's name, I knew he was going to dig into that. I so saw I, it. I, I said that over yeah, and over again last week. I knew he was going to dig into that, and that's why he was kind of wondering, and I knew that was, because he was harping on it so much, like, what's his name, what's his full name, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But yeah, it's just everyone kind of trying to hide their secrets by using other people's secrets. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought this episode and this scene with John was the first time... First time the and Marco was the first time the gloves have come off. Yes. You know, it's now dirty, fight to the death. Um, don't mess with me or I'll mess with you. Um, and I don't think we had really seen that from these characters Mm-mm. before. Some of the others, yes, you know, we'd seen people kind of blackmail, but John and Marco are aces, um, kind of saying I'll, you know, I'll get you if you come if you come for me, and if you come for me, you best not miss, kind of thing. Um, I, I thought that was really good, and, yeah. and I thought it was interesting too the way that Marco was sitting there digging into John about the John I know would be going after his brother, knowing in his head what he did. So it's like you're not the person who you're can no be better. questioning someone else's character yeah. or what they're doing. And I thought it was funny because at that point when he was saying all these things and digging into kind of John's character that he didn't know that John knew the messed up thing right. that he himself did. Right. So that's, I liked that whole it's part, such a mind part of game. it too because us watching, we knew John knew this at that point. Yeah. And John was just sitting there and I was just waiting for him to pull it out. 
Yeah. Just waiting. Yeah. And so. also, I think it shows the state that John is in, the state of desperation, that he was willing to forget about his morals, forget about his principles of not blackmailing and not using the dirt um, to win the election and all this stuff. But for this... He'll do whatever it takes yeah. to protect his family. Definitely. You know, Diana knows it at this yeah. point. He's got to get this sorted out. It's yeah. just like it's so, so good. It's so crazy yeah. who knows and who doesn't. And just just the role that that John Rayburn now is, is living is just changing like minute by minute. It's crazy. Yeah. And even in his interactions with Marco, I mean... The one that stands out most to me that happened recently was when John was saying to Marco, like, I'm, I'm a good person, right? Like, looking to Marco for validation, yeah. and now just this relationship has completely flipped on its head, and he's being put in a position now where they're both just pitted against each other. They each know things about each other that that they don't Could themselves ruin. know. Yeah. yeah. It's so crazy. I have a question for you guys. So Yes. Well, I don't know if you want to say what you picked up, and then I'll go off of that. Are we talking about Marco's face? The quizzical duck? Is that what we said? Do the face. Fans. Does anyone else (laughs) notice and is as bothered by as we are about Marco's face constantly being like this? (laughs) He makes serious duck lips. He makes serious duck lips, and in this interrogation, it was at all 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 time high. All time high. I think that's why I brought it up just today because she had us in hysterics before the show, making her duck face look. And he does do it every time he's trying to prove his point. He'll say something really big and then be like, Now, my question is. Do you guys feel like he's got some other vengeance cooking or something? It's not like he's just searching to, you know, fight the good fight. I feel like there's something else. And I don't know what it is if it's Meg and he wants to get back at her. I think this episode, more than anything, showed, I think, that he has more hatred towards Meg than he had ever put on before. Mm -hmm. Because John straight up says, he's like, if... If you can't keep my sister from messing around behind your back, that's your own issue. Mm. But I think until now, he kind of played nice with the family, was still part of the family. And I think the fact that Meg lied to him and all this stuff. And meanwhile, he still had this girlfriend, which threw me off. I assumed that they were done. But that's yeah. not the case. Yeah. And I, I don't Cheater. know. I guess Meg was also just really dumb to go do that one night stand in the last episode I or think whatever she it was did with it him to because, save her, her ass. Yeah, but, but I mean, yeah. I think it made him even more. Exactly. No, yeah. It brought up all those old emotions. Yeah. And Well, and it was interesting how they were playing it because it was like, okay, they hooked up. So it made you kind of think like, all right, maybe they're getting back on a, on a friendly foot, you know? Right. Then... Uh, Marco just totally like slapped any chance of that away by saying like hey I'm still wondering about this stuff and then to come back at it Meg was like yeah well it was the guy I cheated on you with right yeah yes. like to, to be like hey you're not in charge I of this situation you. I right? got into right? it I know yeah no but it's so true yeah and then that's the part that got me is when Meg told Marco Alex's real name, name. I was like, what is wrong with you, girl? Like, that's so easy made to check in. I know. Because yeah. I, I know. Any Wait, name. That's in the perfect alibi then. Yes. Why did she have to say that? And she had so much time to think about it, too, because she kept saying, you don't know him, you don't know him, you but don't know him. Why didn't she See, even I just think... say you didn't know? Because I guess if he ha- she had said the wrong name, like imaginary name or something, he looked it up, he'd be like, this person doesn't exist because he is doing the detective work. Mm-hmm. I think at that but point... just don't say anything. I think yeah. at that point, she truly yeah. thought they were maybe having, like, a moment. Like, okay, I owe it to him. At this... I don't think she was thinking about the case at that point. 
because yeah. you know what I mean. She let I her guard she, down. Yeah, she, she let her drinking. guard down. She just had sex with him, and I and, think she thought. And she's like, I owe I it to him. She thought he truly just wanted to know. Like, tell yeah. me his name, please. Yeah. You know. And maybe she thought I owe it to him to just tell. But I obviously he uses that. Marco is on my bad list. <gasps> yeah, he's shifted. shifted. I know. Well, and and it's just so it's just so interesting. I mean, it was time for his character because now we're seeing like he's just really. Um, making it difficult for them oh, to yeah. do what they're doing, and he's really putting it to them. And the reason why is is very interesting. Like you were saying, I mean, is it ag- you know aggression and anger towards Meg? Is it really personal? Is um, it career based? Maybe he wants yes. to you know partner with the Geary and try and go up the chain. Yeah. Is there something we and don't we, know? Right. Yeah. And we we <laughs> saw a piece of that when we saw. Um, pa- uh, Pamela Ortiz, who is Aguirre's ex, mm-hmm. call up John, meet up with John, mm-hmm. and say, like, look, I'm ready to talk now, and this is what happened. This, you know, th- this happened between Aguirre and Marco, and I'm ready to expose it. I'm ready to tell you yeah. what you need. Which was a really big move, yeah. because now it's like, that lady is going to be a big asset mm-hmm. to this whole story, yeah. and John's kind of angle. And yeah. what's interesting too about John, which he's it's just he's been an amazing character. Also Kyle Chandler Emmy nomination. It was very deserved. This yeah, season. We said that are, him and Ben Mendelsohn both. Remember they had thought that they had yes. missed yeah. the deadline and but no, they both they get did it. Not. Yes, yeah, Jamie McShane thought they yes. may have missed, missed the deadline. They, got it. they, they both yes. got it, which Yay. I think major props to you cuz like this this season I think more so with John is it's so interesting to me because we've talked about like the good and the bad and John like the when it comes to Miss Ortiz he had no part in this he wanted he clearly was not going to use any of this to help himself in the campaign mm-hmm. yeah but then it's you see yeah. what he did and all the other stuff he's covering up so it's like he I feel like he deep down is this good person who is trying his best to maybe get back on track but he's just so deep in this hole that there's really no way of erasing it. You know what I mean? That's what I've always felt about him as a character, is I don't think he wants to be bad. I think he really does think he's acting to help his family. Um, But I wanted to bring up one thing, which I brought up also last week, but you guys weren't here, is um, remember early on in the season we were saying that the show is so, like, not black and white. You know, it's very gray. And we said the only good character was Marco. And now we're kind of seeing that he also has skeletons. Everybody has their skeletons. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost at this... Sorry. No, I was saying almost at this point when... Jamie McShane was here. He was saying, you know, I actually think Eric's a good guy. Well, he's really proving to be... be He wants nothing to do with any of it. He's trying to tell Ozzy to just back off. He's just trying to keep to himself. He certainly wasn't last season. No, yeah. But but it's like, he's kind of the character. He's like, I got into some... He's the stereotypical, got into bad situation. It got too far. He truly, I don't think, meant harm, harm that was caused by it. And now he's just trying to, you know, just keep me out of it. Yeah. 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 So So I I think he's kind of... I completely yeah. agree with that assessment totally. now. And it's yeah. funny because, like, just the the journey that all these characters take. And speaking of 
Eric O'Bannon and Ozzy, they have a very interesting little conversation. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> so Ozzy, I mean, we've, we've been kind of getting to know him, kind of seeing what he's doing here. He's obviously with Eve. He's obviously sort of the, the dad figure to Nolan in this strange little puzzle. Um, and they are all working together to work over the Rayburn family and see what they can get. Right. And he straight up admits it to Eric. Um, you know, he says, my plan is to cash out and mm-hmm. get the money and anything else from the Rayburn family and, like, live it up. Yeah. Live the life, right? Because mm-hmm. he's really banking on the fact mm-hmm. that the Rayburns are going to just pay him off, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And it was interesting because we knew that was brewing, but the fact that he actually said that that was the game plan from from the get-go um, totally just, just exp- explained it. And we see a lot of really interesting interplay with Nolan throughout the episode, which we'll talk about in a second, but um, part of that is that at the end, Eve and Nolan go to speak to Mama Rayburn, and she's her heart is sort of softening. Like they've they've been together this whole episode, kind of going on a journey, like reliving the past of Danny and stuff like that. And then at the very end of it, um, Eve goes to have like the the sit down to see what what's going to happen. What what are they going to get out of it? And Sally just says, "Oh well, you're having hard times. Come stay with me." Yeah. So it's like. He, she's not going to give them anything. She's not going to give them any payout or, mm-hmm. you know, money. Whatever they're looking for, they they wanted more than just a roof over their heads. And I, I don't know. I think Eve did at first. Yes. Okay, two points. Uh, I think Eve did. I think Nolan actually is really welcoming this idea of family and yeah. a community. And, you know, it, we see him very kind of sentimental. I, I thought um, about the Rayburn Inn sign, the first one that was in the house and everything. I think he had been craving that. And in the flashbacks, I think we also saw he's a really soft soul yes. who had been really abused emotionally by his family, you know, his parents and their volatile nature. Um, so I I think he actually is really welcoming that. I think that she, uh, her initial, you know, her guard is up. She's kind of hurt by the whole situation. As we saw, you know, Robert was involved. He kind of had told them no uh, in the past and whatever. So I think her guard is up. But I think... I think she's going to welcome this. And I think she's going to see this as, oh, wow, they really are accepting me. You know, they're not trying to give me this, you know halfway kind of mm-hmm. help halfway kind of mm-hmm. but you're not welcome yeah. here I mean they're really taking her and him in and I, I also kind of I was putting myself in Sally's shoes and that's what I would have done mm-hmm. because I think when you're dealing with people like that that you know you're not too sure what their motives are the best way is well this is my compromise you mm-hmm. know I'm not going to write you a blank check but I will open my doors to you because this is my grandson and mm-hmm. this is the mother of you know what baby yeah. daddy of my yeah. my dead son so. and, right. and I feel like I really liked the flashbacks we saw this week because you do see that softer side of Nolan and you see that he truly really wanted a relationship with Danny mm-hmm. so that's why I agree with that that he I think is going to be very open to this idea of finally having this family and I think that Eve is going to do it too, too because you I don't know what episode it was it was a couple episodes back her and Ozzy had this thing mm-hmm. and she like called them her family or something mm-hmm. and he got pissed. So I think it's going to be a big issue with him That's and I think thinking. he's going to yeah. kind of go off off the rails a little bit yeah. um, because I think he's going to see Eve and Nolan kind of opening yeah. up to right. this family. And it's a weird dynamic with 
Ozzy and mm-hmm. Eve yes. too. Yes. And especially the thing that keeps getting me is we saw the deposit amounts yes. from um, the dad yeah. to Eve's account and it yeah. was like $5,000 a month or something yeah. like that. And I think it was monthly payments. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that's yeah. what we saw. Yeah. So if she was getting $5,000 a month, significant. that is a yeah. lot of money, especially yeah. in Florida. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Like you're yeah. living You could be real living good. really well. Totally. Um, and just her and Nolan. Yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, yeah. rent, utilities, yeah. food, everything you I could need. I guess the key, though, is if you're a responsible mm-hmm. person. That's, I mean, I think she was running up a bunch of bar tabs and everything that's else. That's the thing is, I think there's um, a lot more backstory to her. Oh, yeah. You know? Definitely. And what she really was doing to misuse all of that mm-hmm. money and put herself in this position. And what role Ozzy plays into it. Because, yeah. you know, who, you know, I have thoughts of, like, maybe Ozzy seeing this free ride and maybe he... He tapped into Eve and was promising her, like, I don't know what, stardom. Yeah. She's going to be a singer. Let's record your next album or whatever. Meanwhile, he's taking all her money from the payments. Oh, 100%. And it's sort of like this weird relationship where they're sort of like beholding to each other. Right. Um, It's it's strange. It is. Yeah, I definitely think you were spot on. I have a feeling because the writers kind of alluded to that with like, oh, I'm going to, you know, he wasn't saying like, I'm going to take that money and run strip clubs. He was like, I'm going to take it and put it into studio and she's time not going to want to go with him. I and think, I think, he, and, and the, he also, I remember the quote was like, I'm going to run the Rayburns into the ground. Mm-hmm. So it's a personal yes. vengeance at this point. Yeah. So I think the fact that Eve is potentially going to run off with them. Yeah, because at this point. Scary what he's going to do. Yeah, because at this point it seems that Avi, the only thing that he really has is Eve and he Nolan, mm-hmm. and I totally think it's going to be a big issue, and I think he's going to be so mad when they don't even care about the money anymore. Mm-hmm. At this point, they're just going to found like a home and a in a house to I don't know. But then, a side note too: this has to do with Ozzy and his conversation with Eric. Did you guys not think that Eric was about to bash his head in with the rock he picked up? Oh, I did. Um, did you not pick up? I on that? don't yes. think I oh did. No, I kind of thought. I kind of thought that there would be something. I think there were maybe. Kind of I was stressed. Maybe. Did you? Do you remember him though? I he did. Picked up this I did. Huge rock and was mm-hmm. hiding it behind his back. I did. For some reason, yes. I didn't no, get that did. vibe though. Uh-huh. Well, I think because I was like, why did he pick up this rock? Protective. Yeah, thing. that's what like, I thought. Like I didn't think that he was going to hit him necessarily as much as I think. Eric's character, Eric does not trust Ozzy at oh, all. Yeah. So he's like, I just gotta be, you know, this guy's crazy. I think he's like, this guy's, I right. don't wanna be associated. Self defense more than like proactive right. hurt. I was so, I was so on edge. I didn't know because at that point I was like, why is he feeling threatened by Ozzy right now? Because Ozzy seemed to be, well, he, Ozzy was definitely on one. Like yeah. he was going on like, ha- like almost yeah. like, happy rant. He, he was but, on one. Yeah, yeah but it was just sure. really weird. It didn't seem threatening at all. That's why I was confused when Eric picked it up. I go, is Eric about to do something to him? I was a little confused and then nothing happened, but I was like, that seemed significant. It's those bloodline setups. Yeah, yes. you know what I mean? They get like, us thinking. Like, it almost yeah. makes me think that there's a foreshadow yeah. to some big thing with them yeah. maybe about yeah, to happen. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and sort of more on Ozzy's behavior. I mean, he... He is really making his presence known. Mm-hmm. And 
against Eve's witches. Like, she just says, stay yeah. out of it. Let me deal with this. Yeah. Keep yourself away. I don't even think he was supposed to come down to that no. area. And that's what makes and me think that she's going to be receptive because I think she doesn't yeah. want him to screw this up for yeah. her. And he's already, like, doing a number on it because yeah. he keeps well, showing up Meg. to John and Meg. And so he keeps telling Meg. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna expose you. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. Red Reef. Red Reef. Yeah. Yes. And she goes to the campaign guy, and the campaign guy, like politics Gilbert. are so silly. Gilbert. Yeah. That's his name. I've never. Yeah. I I'm like, I don't know his name. Yeah. Could never get the name. Campaign guy is Gilbert. So it's like politics are so crazy, and it's really funny to me because it's very timely with our with our nation's you know <laughs> politics as such happening uh, currently. So we see this on a small scale in Bloodline, and this campaign is like this campaign guy Gilbert is like, don't worry about it. This guy's essentially just like a gnat flying around bothering yeah. you. Like, these are, you know, dime a dozen. Like, happens. You'll, it yeah. happens. Just, you know, pay him off and it's fine. So then Meg goes, okay, like, I'll try to pay this guy off. So it's just like feeding into this, yeah. like, money monster of, like, yeah. just what he wants. That's my problem. Like, okay, you pay somebody off, they'll just come back and be like, exactly. I still have the secret. Like, yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't, doesn't do anything. Suit yeah. any, yeah. It's like a temporary so solution. For a, a big day. problem. Yeah. Right. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So Because it's like, and what happens if they come back saying, I want more money? Yeah. Like, and then you tell, like, what are you, you have no defense at all. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, I paid them, they weren't supposed to come back. And but actually, it's like, too, then that's bribing somebody, so that's illegal. So then yeah. they have on you not only their secret, but that mm. you, you gave them a check. Yeah. It's just it's all a bad. Whole thing. I was and then, like, and like, what's your limit? Like, what if they come exactly. back and say like ten million dollars by yeah. tomorrow? Yeah. Okay, well, even if you have it, what are you gonna really give it give to it, them? Yeah. Like it's, the whole I, thing. Yeah, bad. dumb. So, and then that's weird too because like Meg is smart. Meg has been at Ish. the forefront. Of, well, <laughs> true because she's been Debatable at the forefront lately, yeah. of a lot of these maneuvers, like legally, financially, mm-hmm. you know, whatever else. And now that she's the campaign manager for John, she's really at the helm of making a lot of these like strategic decisions for him so for her to take the advice of Gilbert and just be like oh yeah pay him off it's all good like he'll be gone no big deal um what do we think about that like do we think that this is just the beginning of a Mm. bigger snowball of what she's just started in my opinion is up to no good there's something else going on there I don't know what it is yet I don't know what he's tied to or what he's gonna want John then to do but I feel like She's le- he's leading her the wrong way, in my opinion. And I also just don't think that anybody just does, you know, like, oh, he's just coming in financing the whole campaign. Why? Yeah. Who is this person? Like, I don't know. I just have a feeling that, like, yeah. what is he going to expect in return? And, like, why is that his first impulse? You know, if he was just this upstanding guy, wouldn't he just be like, don't worry about him. We trust John. Like, and John has a lot of issues currently with the brother and everything. Why mm-hmm. would he want to back this person? That's interesting. I never got a bad vibe from him. So... And why is but he I wanting to now it. invest in Kevin? Kevin. Yeah, that's weird. Like that that's what I mean. It was just like yeah. anybody that was like, you know what, maybe that's a little too close for comfort at this point. Let me just stick to the campaign. Why is he now like yeah, financing true. the family? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's something okay. going on. Yes. So let's talk about Kevin for a second. Um because okay, so Kevin would like has had us all anxiety ridden for many episodes. Yeah. Um, this happens, and essentially, the first intro that we see to him 
are the bank people coming to repossess oh, essentially right. everything in his boatyard. And we know how much this boatyard means to him. This is just like so important and it's so heartbreaking <laughs> that this is all happening. But it's like, what what can he do? He has no money. Yeah. He's just like really in a bad way. Um, which is all very interesting to me still that his family can't give him any money. I'm still very cons- <laughs> confused. They've got $5,000 a month to give to Eve on the down low, but no one can help Kevin. Like, I don't understand. Well, we found out, though, that Kevin's dad fronted him all the money to get the marina. So it's like, at some point, it's like, your kid's yeah, got to grow up. Like, okay. We gave out. you all the money to start yeah. this marina. Yeah. It's like, from there, You just I think. keep okay. putting so money maybe. into a sinking ship, yeah. I guess, would be their opinion. Yeah, like, yeah. literally. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So okay. So he he's just really on the down and out. And so the the repossessors come, and it's it's all very sad. Um, so then he gets the bright idea to to really get his shit together, put together a business plan, and go back and see that guy. And that guy, I wrote I think down his, his name. name. Is Garrett. I wrote Garrett. down the names. I don't have that name written down. Burnett. I'm glad. Mr. Burnett. Burnett. Oh, Burnett. Kevin yes. just should I not be Garnett. trying to do business meetings. After I saw that first business meeting on that yacht, I'm like, you have no right to be going into this man's office trying to yeah. strike a business plan. It didn't go well. It didn't go well. But nonetheless, he did. And he was very persistent. And he yeah. said, nope, I'm staying here till I get FaceTime with him. He got the FaceTime. The guy agreed to sit with him. Cool, good. Like, this is all good. They sit down. And the guy immediately said, okay, this looks promising. You know, we can figure something out. Um, Kevin says, great, so we'll be partners. And the second he said that, in my mind, I thought, no, man, like, he's going to want to buy you outright. And then the next word out of Burnett's mouth were, uh, no, man, I'm going to buy you outright. Which is... Obviously. Yeah, but the, yeah, yes, but this is why I'm saying I think Gilbert's up to no good. Because why, you know, any normal person would not want this guy as the partner necessarily. right. right. Yeah. I don't know. And, and I just feel like... Well, and that was interesting to me, too, because he flat out to Mr. Burnett said, oh, no, I can't I can't sell it to you. I have to be the partner. Like, yeah. this deal's off the table now because yeah. I can't sell it to you. Yeah. Okay, so later he kind of thought about it and, like, regretted it a little bit yeah. because yeah. he was like, well, ugh, man, like, I really needed that money. Yeah. So then um, it, Meg intervenes at that point, I think, right? Yeah. Goes to Gilbert, Gilbert. and says, like, he's really, it's really bad. He's got to get this situation under control. And then Gilbert goes to help him. But so Gilbert now is agreeing to partner with him. You're yeah, right. Yeah. And it, it, or and we all sense. Did we, Gilbert did he, agree to it? Yeah, I thought did he was he just going to meet with him. It out? Oh, I thought he was just getting ready to meet with him. Did I they, think they, he's just getting ready to, to meet, meet with, with him. him. So they haven't right. met yet. So I wonder now if, because he Gilbert said something like, we'll come up with some terms that we agree on, or I don't know, something like that. So it makes me wonder, like, is he now deciding to sell it? Maybe, Completely. Yeah. but I guess because it says investor, maybe I was thinking that they're working together or something. You know right. what I mean? That it would yes. still be under Kevin's management. And on a side know. note with Kevin, and while we're talking about this, I this was the first episode that I truly thought, wow, Kevin actually might be headed towards getting better. Um, I feel like uh, I like that he last episode or one of the last episodes he actually went over to that guy's help when he when he needed help and I like that conversation he had with Belle and I love how Belle has been so understanding with yeah. him yeah. like God bless her soul <laughs> because she was what choice does I don't she know have, though, I just I like really hope I don't know I don't know I hope that Kevin 
I feel like a lot of the stress that his family puts on him is just so bad for him. And this was the first episode, maybe a little in the beginning, when Meg's talking to him about John being at the Red Reef. He was, like, a little stressed. But for the rest of this episode, he seemed to genuinely be, like... He was stressed about, like, his boatyard mm-hmm. and stuff, but not that crazy, hectic, I need to drink alcohol right now. I yeah, need to a neurotic do, mess. Yes. And did it seem out of character? Yes. It, that's so, it's like, it seemed like it wasn't even the same Kevin. I know. Because he was so good, and he got the business plan together. I'm like, yeah, you've got yeah. a business plan together? He did that's a what, good job. I mean, he, you he know. did a great job. That's why I'm saying, it's, um, I think he's truly getting better, and I, I hope that for him, because yeah. he... He stresses me out. Yeah. He stresses me out, too. Yeah, this is an interesting turn of events. He, it was very out of character, but he did do a good job. So this Gilbert is going to be very instrumental, I Mm -hmm. think. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. remains a lot to be seen. That's what I mean, too instrumental. I feel like he's going to try and get all this power over them. I could see that. I don't know. I think we're onto something. I could see it like if John gets elected, him kind of being like, like maybe he's just gonna want to rule John. You know, I don't know. Because what if he has like old bad blood with the Rayburns? I was thinking that, or if he has some really like bad thing with the current, or I don't know, Agiri. Yeah, just like something. And Agiri is having him get involved, or maybe yeah, because I could totally see it be a total turn of events where John, yes, yeah, where like he kind of gets John and then does this whole flip where he yeah. does yeah I don't know where he's like well now okay. you owe me I don't know I know now I'm, now so. I'm all frazzled because it's just going on there it's like so much so much okay. to handle um okay I think that we need to spend the last few minutes of time here on Nolan yes because <laughs> and, he, Sally. and Sally and Sally Bonnie and Clyde yes. yeah I mean they had some ve- they were very integral to this episode mm-hmm. and they had a lot of bonding time yeah. and Sally is really accepting Nolan Mm -hmm. and really saying like let me come into your world like show me your world and show me like what Danny was to you and what your life is and I mean we saw we saw like all kinds of stuff they they went to the restaurants yeah and when Nolan said, I don't know what happened, I'm like, you burn it down. I just knew it. Yes. I, yeah, I know. That was so yeah. clear, but yeah. yeah. Like, totally, it was. And But he's got these memories of being in the restaurant with Danny, and he went to show the restaurant. Yeah. Um, we even have the flashback to Nolan walking up on Danny making the drug mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which was so sad because it's like that was a real source of hurt for Nolan. Yeah. And you can and see the prison just, visit. Yeah, yes. I was just, I felt so sad for Nolan in this because obviously the way you see him now, he's such, a, has a hard exterior mm-hmm. and is like br- kind of broken. And you look back and he truly just got put in a, he's just a kid in a bad situation. Yeah. Yeah. Victim like, to his uh, Exactly. Upbringing. It's yeah. totally that. Because you could tell even in the flashbacks that there was still kind of that hope. He was still kind of reaching for it and hoping he could get that family thing. And then that's why I think he was so he's been so dark these first couple episodes, and I hope we see kind of him let that guard down a little yeah. now that Sally's opening up to yeah. him, because I love those flashbacks and seeing that he truly does have that soft, you know, he is emotional. He does yeah. want to have like a family and be accepted. Yeah. True, totally yeah. true. And um, the another heartbreaking moment was when um, Sally looks at the pictures and, and saw that Robert. Robert saw, was yeah. a you know what he, he was, was up to a lot <laughs> of shady stuff. Like, he was a you know what. I feel so bad for Sally because yeah. that's got to be such a hard thing, like losing your husband and then finding, finding out, out all these secrets that he had. Like that happens it's like, a lot. You know what I mean? It's like I'm not living. Was this a lie? Like what is this? And I feel yes. 
I'm so bad for her. She's been through it all. Totally. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And, and then she gets that picture with Eve and Nolan when he's a baby. Mm-hmm. And Nolan has that awful story about how oh Father's Day, Father's Day, and and he Danny was gonna he was so excited to go yeah. eat at this really nice restaurant in the Bayfront, and Eve saved up, and but they never got a chance to go because they yeah. fought and yeah. kicked him out, and like that was just a tiny piece of the turbulent puzzle and his yeah. volatile upbringing, yeah. you know, his tapestry, his tapestry. I I thought um I really kind of loved Sally this episode. Me too. Because I liked how she was listening and really hearing it all, but not just, oh, baby, I'm so sorry that you were... Like, she kind of, like, just took it all in, but also is keeping a guard up. Mm -hmm. Because I think she knows, like, I don't know who these people are exactly. Like, she wasn't just, like, drinking it up. She was listening, and then she showed a lot of compassion. Um, And I think we saw that by her offer to them at the end. I mean, there's nothing more precious to her than her inn. So the fact that she's willing to let them live there is a huge step for her. Um, So I, I really liked her. I thought, like, I saw that she was a little deeper and a little yeah. more switched on than I had previously thought. So how about the jail flashback that we saw? Because we see Danny in jail. Um, Nolan comes to visit. What was what was Danny in jail for? The drugs. I think selling the drugs. The drugs right? Okay, yeah. so yeah. it was the drugs. Um, Nolan comes in and... It was that was the roughest scene. That was really sad. And who do you feel worse for? Because the dad, I felt like Danny was pushing him away because he was like, "I'm only gonna hurt you. Yes. Like you're only gonna be hurt by my family, and like just stop it." And I felt like he like left that and then cried. You know what yeah. I mean? And then here, Dan uh, Nolan was so hurt by his harsh words. Yeah, it was very sad. Yeah, because I totally felt that way about Danny too. I felt like he was just saying it trying to do what was best for Nolan. Right. And I think, like you said, he probably left and was super upset. Yeah. That's that's how I took it, too. I didn't take it as Danny being cold and awful. Yeah. I took it as he knows that he's doing bad stuff and there's just no good to come of it from Nolan. He knows what his family did to him, so he just doesn't want him hurt. And yeah. that's kind of how I took it. But that was heartbreaking seeing so Nolan. So heartbreaking. I yeah. was like, man, this kid. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And he just Can't was catch like, a break. such a tender little nugget. I know. Yes. And Danny was just like, you're an embarrassment. What's interesting, though, is it's so weird how similar Danny and Nolan, the parallels between them. Like, And even though they have different family situations, it's kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's so good. You know what I just realized? Because Danny's father, Robert, used physical abuse. Yeah. And it's that damaged him. And I yep. feel like Danny, you know, was so close with his sister and probably very sensitive and sweet, just like Nolan. And here Nolan is experiencing verbal, verbal abuse. abuse. Yep. Totally. And that really changed him. And the cycle yeah. continues. No, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like they're, they seem very similar to me. And we always yeah. said that when he came up... Uh, and was like being kind of we're like he is so Danny like the way he handles yeah. situations and stuff. Mm. But Danny, like I think we've said before, you could tell there was feelings in there. He was truly hurt by what his family did, and it's just like an exterior thing. And I just think the same exact thing with Nolan. I think yeah. he's putting yeah. up a front because he doesn't want to get hurt again. Yeah, yeah. And I just that's so. I think they're very much alike. Interesting. I totally agree. Yeah. And I like it. I like it, too. Oh, my God. What an episode. What, what an, an episode. episode. Very good. Um, okay, so we left on this very stressful moment that gave me a stomachache with the interrogation between John and Marco. Let's do some predictions. Yay. For next week. And now, you're after I'm, I'm singing.
singing again. I came into the episode making strange <laughs> noises. It's okay. And I'm making them now. Um, okay. So episode nine. What do we think is going to happen? Okay, so something has to happen to Marco um, because this, this isn't yeah. going to work. No. It's not going to work. And he's pushed John to a level where it's like the point of no return. It's like, yeah. how you, 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 I don't think Marco's going to be able to back down from this. I don't think so either. Yeah. No, and yeah. I'm, I'm also curious to what effect it's going to have that Nolan was the one who burnt down the restaurant. Because that was like a big thing I thought about like how Danny burnt down his restaurant. Right. And I'm wondering, I feel like they wouldn't have included that whole storyline for no reason. Right. And you guys were saying that you felt like Danny was saying those mean things to Nolan because he didn't want any hurt to come yeah. from him. Yeah. I almost felt like Maybe Danny was in jail for the drugs, but then Nolan burnt down his restaurant for some other reason or while he was in jail. Yeah. And Danny really was mad at him, calling him an embarrassment. No, but that get didn't, away but it me. didn't happen until after. Yeah, he burned it, it, he burned it down after that because he was afterwards. mad. He was upset. He was upset so that he went, what? He was upset by the conversation, so he went and burnt down mm. the restaurant. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't, okay. I don't know if that's why they included it because that they show like the falling out. Maybe that's just the reason why. But I totally think that the whole interaction between Ozzy and Eric uh, was kind of a foreshadowing yes. thing. I think that Eric is actually going to end up maybe helping the Rayburns, which I would have never thought. I could see that. But too. I think that totally. he has this really weird thing against Ozzy right now. And yeah. I think Ozzy, he's scared of Ozzy. Yeah, because Ozzy is just a wild, he's a loose cannon. Yes. Like, he he's gonna, yeah. about to go off, and I truly think that there'll be some big altercation. Um, yeah. I don't know. I th- My prediction is yeah. that Eve is gonna move in with the Rayburns and start to say, gosh, they're not that bad. Yeah. And really enjoy her life there. And when Ozzy comes creeping up trying to get cash from everybody or whatever he wants to do and get her to come with, then, I think then that something I bad's think that gonna happen then, to Ozzy. Yeah. I well, I think I think that Ozzy's gonna go crazy yeah. and maybe do something crazy to the Rayburns like kill I somebody or I, I don't know I have to say something too that's very interesting because we're talking about how Ozzy's interrogating John but he's totally off on what he thinks Marco Marco yes. yeah that's what I'm yeah. saying like not one suspicion has ever been like you killed, you killed. him and that's very interesting to me yeah. yeah because he thinks he's on to something like you but, covered all this stuff up but he not once no. Is accusing John. So He's I'm curious so, if something's going to come up, if John's ever or any of the family is ever even going to be considered a suspect. Right. Yeah. Well, that's why that was interesting what you were saying. Like, I don't think he can back down Marco at this point. I think knowing him, I think he's going to be like, bring it about the Gary stuff. Like, bring it. Because yeah. I think you're in on a murder conspiracy cover up. So, yeah, he's going to yes. do that face. He'll do it. Oh, it's going to be a lot of face in the next episode. A lot of duck face the next two episodes. He's going to do that. But I, I don't know. It's interesting that he, he obviously still has some... Um, respect for John because he has not thought at all that he killed Danny. Whatever little bit is left is fading fading fast. I I think Ozzy's going to go for um, not John or Kevin or Meg directly. I think the, maybe the family members. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. Maybe even Sally. Yeah. I could see Sally. Sally or Diana. I don't know yeah. why I'm thinking Diana, Diana. knows too much yeah. now. I think John. that's something bad. Yeah. 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 So. And, and she's like just a little sitting duck on yes. the outskirts of she it. She totally yeah. is. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited because I'm not going to be here next week so I can <gasps> totally finish. Oh, girl. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, man. Just okay. thought about that. 
So while things are good for Abby <laughs> and the rest of you all out there who've probably finished this, Angela, myself, and Allison will be back next week covering <laughs> episode nine because we can't finish yeah. it yet. <laughs> Continuing the torch there. But that's okay. We're still no, super excited so for the great. next episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning into our recap of episode eight. This was fantastic. I've been your host, Blake V. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Blake V Media. I'm Abby Vega. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Abby Vega. And I'm Angela Struck, and you can find me on Twitter at the Angela Struck and on Instagram and Snapchat at Angela Struck. See you guys next week for episode nine. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.